up, y'all? What's up? Welcome back. Preacher's Hour Podcast. Preacher's Hour Podcast. Man, we have been here for a cool minute. Mm-hmm. This is like really, really weird, like how many episodes we've done. And like when you think about the weeks and like the how much like we've put into this, mm-hmm. we've come we've come to a good spot. Mighty long way. I feel like we're at a point where now like we're able to like bring people in and we're not embarrassed. <laughs> Bro, that's <laughs> real. <laughs> Because there was a time I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, sure. It was like, to, to pick a guest, you had to be like, okay, are they judgmental? Are they going <laughs> to say something about us? Bro, when you were like, oh, you can Angelina be on today? I was like, well, I mean, you're like, she's already at my house. Like, oh, <laughs> ain't nothing you can do okay. about it now. I'm not going to say no. Hilarious. But we so, are very pleased and happy and blessed and excited to have one yeah. of our favorite people mm. on our, the planet. Mm. Our brother, our coach, mm. our mm-hmm. life leader, mm. our confidant. What's your favorite word? I love that word. <laughs> confidant. Anytime it gets a chance, you're going to use it. Bro, you calling other people a confidant <laughs> around here? I thought that was just... No, just you and Jeff. I, That's thought that, okay. I just say it over and over. <laughs> Repeatedly. I'm just trying to make sure that I wasn't... I want to be the first person on the <laughs> podcast to be called a confidant. Uh, so that I, ship I, is sailed. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got Pastor Will Staley, hey, people. Hey, the third. What's going on? The man. third. Yes, sir. Well, the first pastor. The first pastor? The, f- the third. I know you're the third William Arthur Staley. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the first I'm the first. I'm the first pastor, William Arthur Staley. Yeah. Jeez. What's so, your, like, cool initial thing? Like, RG3. What, how do we... I didn't want to think it's about just, it. It's just... It was... Yep. Was three. Was three. Yeah. Now he grown. Yeah. Twas three. Twas three. Twas now three. he grown. Now he, let me get you a shirt. Let me get you. <laughs> Twas Man, three. Yeah, that's fire. actually my signature. It's was Staley and then three. So. That's dope. Ain't it dope? I'm telling yeah. you. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I've been rocking with Will for a cool minute, man. Our story ah. is. It's incredible. It is. Yeah. When Le- I stop and think about it, that's. The fact that I live in his old house, I would never have done either either side of it. <laughs> like, who are you? No. Oh man! So uh, yeah, uh, Will man. and I, um, dang, we're what like eight years at least? Yeah, somewhere in there. Like yeah, that's eight. crazy. Eight years ago, uh, I met this man, and uh, I was on really really tough times. Like it was it was a struggle for me and my wife. Um, we had we were financially illiterate. We were like everything illiterate we're just terrible people <laughs> and uh man for you some can read a little bit though oh, we yeah. had a little bit but okay. for the most part we yeah. would lightweight nah <laughs> the bible john three sixteen is all i had <laughs> uh but like in this moment man we we had met the staley's uh we met him at a, a christmas concert at the church and uh <laughs> will was singing uh <laughs> bigger by whitney houston mm-hmm. somebody wow. bigger somebody bigger yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, my dude came in singing his soul out. Let me tell you. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> they didn't play. I was like, he came out with the snaps and like, nobody bigger. I was like, okay, I like this guy. And then like a week later, I asked him if I could move into his house. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was just going to had a, just move. My parents had moved out of state. And then um, uh, we had, we were living with them at the time. But then we had to find somewhere to live. And uh, we met Will uh, uh, within like a week or a month um, somewhere in between, we uh, asked them to move in with them, and uh, weirdly wow. enough, they said yes to me, yeah. my wife, and my child, and uh, we moved into their house, and we were supposed to stay for your pregnant wife. My pregnant wife, oh, yes, yeah. 
Mm. And we were supposed to stay for a little bit. You know, that helped, you know. You know, you can't really say you can't say no to a pregnant yeah. woman. Like, like it's just not. Hey, you want to put my pregnant wife <laughs> and my newborn out on the street? Go ahead. I'm glad. You know, hey, you go know, ahead. Sleep at night. But, Good but luck. Just, yeah, just that's know. on you. The Lord you know? got you. He's going to repay you. That's on you if you want to put them when on When the, the Bible street. says, when I was pregnant, you took me in. <laughs> Yeah, if it was just you, bro, I probably would have said no. Just, you know just what? Say, I, just, I, I think I think he's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. He'd have been like, nah, fresh out, bro, fresh out. So, Man, just just ran out of just room. ran out of room. Just, I had some yesterday, and now I don't. Uh, but yeah, we got uh, he took us in, and uh, we were supposed to stay for like a week. Uh, we ended up staying for six months. <laughs> And uh, yeah, been family ever since. Man. Yeah, man. And honestly, yeah. I'm a, I'm just gonna because you'll never talk about this, but like, Will didn't charge us a cent. That's so crazy. Not a cent. Not for groceries. Not for like nothing. And I remember the one time he asked me to do something was to clean up uh, his dog's poop from the side of the house, and like that was the only thing he asked me to do while I was there. And wow. then he he asked me to do it, and uh, I guess he had already, he had already told Alexis, his wife, he had already told her. To, uh, to go out there and do it and like for me to help her so I got up early and started doing it and then she came out I was like no Will told me to do it she's like no he didn't I was like yeah he did tell me to do it he was like no he told me to do it and I was like what so we both found ourselves being told by Will to do something and he didn't tell us that he told each other man genius so, yeah genius you're trying to make sure it gets done that's there what I was go. thinking <laughs> it's gonna get done way way early yeah. yes uh, so man I am uh, well I was indebted to you we just paid you back <laughs> For that indebtment, uh, I don't remember what it was, but I remember Jessica posting it in the group chat that we are now even. So you know, I, I don't, I don't remember what it was either. I'm pretty, but whatever it was, it was sufficient. I don't know. I feel like you're gonna get a bill <laughs> at some point. Oh man. So uh, yeah, Will, thank you for being on um, tonight. Thank oh, you for my pleasure showing my pleasure. up. Yeah. yeah. So tell us whatever you want to tell us about you. Man, I'm excited to. Uh, I'm just excited to be here. You know, I've. I've seen some of the very illustrious guests that you've had on the show. Illustrious. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I, you, when you guys had first mentioned the podcast, you had just said at one point, you know, that I've got to be on and, you know, you want to bring me on. I just never knew when the time was going to be right. And we we didn't even really, like, plan this no. at all. It was just I was literally so juiced like, when you text me. It was it was literally <laughs> just like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? And it just, like, if you would have literally, if you would have asked me last Sunday, I would have been like, nah, I'm preparing for a sermon. Like, I can't do it. it, mm. it you, okay, and it. it was after I'd already done, like, you know, my weekly plan and all of that stuff. And you was like, hey, you want to come do that? And I was like, you, you know what? Let me just go ahead. And, and, Saying no would have been the sin. The, God would have been like, look. Do, do this. So, yeah, no, nah, man. man. I'm just excited uh, to be on. I'm I'm happy to, to be here. Man. Yeah. So what does Will Staley do? What is some of Will Staley's, uh, I don't know, daily routine or <laughs> just like life routine? Like, what are you a part of? Well, so I, uh, you said first pastor. So I'm a youth pastor at uh, Campus Bible Church. We have two locations. I'm the youth pastor at the Palm location. Um, nice. And it's. Uh, I've been doing that for about two years now. It's uh, it's really fun. I, I really mm-hmm. enjoy uh, being a youth pastor. It's really dope. And um, I, I mean, I just I've always had this uh, desire to connect with like young people. Mm. I started coaching when I was in the Marine Corps uh, way back when. I think 2010 might have been my first, or 2009 actually. Wow! <clears throat> wow! That was my first year. My first year coaching. Oh really? Coach the. Uh, yeah. 
coached the Hungry Sharks. I think I told Dude, you that story. <laughs> that story is legendary, <laughs> man. So like, the Hungry Sharks. The hungry sharks. There's already yeah, sharks. Yeah. We're the Hungry Sharks. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Um, but, yeah, so uh, after I got out of the Marine Corps, I went, uh, came back home, and one of my buddies hired me as the uh, freshman girls volleyball coach. I told him I didn't know anything about coaching girls volleyball. He said, you played volleyball, just coach them anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I kept coaching, eventually uh, became the head varsity coach. So this will be my fourth year as the head varsity coach Dang, at uh, Bullard High School. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the same year that I took over the volleyball coaching job, I also took over as the director of the Fresno Volleyball Club. So. I'm a youth pastor, I'm, uh, the director of the Fresno Volleyball Club, and I am the high school girls volleyball coach at Bullard. That is a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. And he's married. Yeah. And he got two kids. Yeah, married. I got a beautiful wife, uh, Alexis. We've been married for 10 years Jeez. now. Mm. Uh, just hit a decade. And yeah, we got two wonderful sons, William Arthur Staley the fourth. The foe. Uh, yeah, was I can't four. remember who gave him the nickname Willem Dafoe, but uh, yo, that is fire! <laughs> Somebody gave him the nickname Willem Dafoe, and uh, we got Winston Alexander. Uh, he's his nickname's just Fat Fat, so <laughs> this is not dope, but he still goes by it. We we enjoy calling him Fat. He's he's I mean he's definitely thinned out a little bit, but nah. he's, he's still got the chunk. But cheeks. he has a deep voice. Man. <laughs> that kid's when I was talking to Will last night. Uh, <laughs> And I'm just, I'm like, who's that grown man in your house at this hour? <laughs> well, that's Winston. Yeah, no, I think that. Hey, he, uncle. Yeah, <laughs> no. Nah, so like, what? So, <laughs> <laughs> so background on the kids, like it's wild, just like how you have two kids, and uh, Jackson, you know this, that like your kids can be so different. Like yeah. it's, it's so weird how you'd be like, y'all came from the same people, like look different, <laughs> like mm. act like everything, and so. Winston, we had William. Um, William was like a breeze, like literally the the easiest kid like you could possibly have. I remember like the day he was born, and like when like he started crying, he was like, and I was like, bro, you gonna have to cry louder than that. I'm You're never waking hungry. up. Like I'm never waking up. And I did. You guys it. get a his, chance. His, yeah. I mean, diaper. Like, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to be a bother. bother you know. Wanna, I'm a little bit hungry, but I think I can. I think I'm gonna hold I'll be fine. Never mind. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> Y'all do you. you know. That was that was what so I didn't I didn't wake up one time from you know the time mm. that he was an infant to uh ever. In the <laughs> middle of the night. I never woke up from uh William needing something. Um uh, but Winston was like the His literal voice complete dead. opposite. <laughs> well no, so what I think happened was I think he cried like so much that like he messed up like his vocal cords. Mm. So now he's just got like this baritone <laughs> yeah. like Barry White. When sounding, I talk about that like, boy's voice, yeah, deep. as a three-year-old, man, Sheesh. like, so I'm just like, you know, he he sneak up on me. I'm ready to fight. Like, who's in my house? Like, <laughs> hey, where the milk? <laughs> For real. And, and and then he's got like this like Debo like stare. Yeah. Like he don't he don't he hardly hey. ever smiles. Like you see some of my Instagram stories, people are like, what's wrong serious. with like Winston? I'm like, that's just that's my man, bro. Like, when I saw him like, doing don't karaoke, I had my milk. Right? He like, was like, had the, he was like. <laughs> Watch out for him. Yeah, no, nah, Winston is rapper. A, uh, <laughs> he's a very serious kid. So. Man, you guys keep scaring me. Like every person I talk to, the first child is like hecka easy, Dude, and the Casey? second one just makes up for it. Oh my! I think that's the way of God balancing out the universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you're just making sure that everything there's a cause and effect. Like it just has to be a good kid, and then. That kid. Mm. Just <laughs> that kid. Cain and Abel. Okay. Yeah, see, exactly. Okay. 
Um, so that's that's dope, man. Like um, ten years, congratulations on ten years of thank marriage. Thank you, man. Thank um, you. Thank I know you. it's not easy. Uh, Jeff and I are both married. Um, not yes. at all. I don't know if we're gonna make it to ten years, but <laughs> we are definitely <laughs> trying to, to get there. Yeah, the so, Lord says the same, yes. man. We gonna we all gonna make it. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so. it's easy to do. Uh, I will say this too. Just like shout out to people who are married. It's easy to do when you're in community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Uh, facts. Um, and facts. so I think that like one of the things that helped us succeed. I say this all the time that like, if I if I was still in the Marine Corps, there's no way that I would be married today. Wow. I, there's just there's no way. Wow. There's there's six people. I think no seven. I think there's seven couples who I knew that all got married before Alexis and I did. Six of the seven are divorced today. Wow. Jeez. And so like the community of people who I was in in like the Marine Corps and like their value of marriage yeah. mm-hmm. did not like match what I wanted like marriage to be. Gotcha. And so I guarantee that like, there's just no way that it would have like been successful. That's crazy. Bro. Six of the seven. But think about Will's story with why he left the Marine Corps. And like, that's all God. Right. That's crazy. That is, right. That right. Is, man, yeah. that's crazy. Cause that I wouldn't have, whole other I, episode. I wouldn't have left. <laughs> yeah. And, and this is crazy because I remember even like the reluctancy in him mm-hmm. leaving and I didn't even know him that well like, back then. And it was like he just didn't want to. Like, he mm-hmm. was, I was like, no, nah, like I'm not going to be medically discharged. Like, I'm no, nah, I got it. I, and then um, even like seeing like your wife's frustration and like not even frustration, but even like her worry. Mm-hmm. Just like don't put yourself through this. Like you'll be like we'll be fine. We'll be OK. Um, and then like you're just like. No, which I think is something that we've all come to at one point or another yeah. in our life is like mm-hmm. our identity is caught up in this one thing. Yeah, and if we lose God. this, yeah, it's not definitely not God. And then we lose it, or God like takes it, and it's like the path that we're on now is like a million times better than we could have ever imagined. But we had no idea. We had no idea. Right. No Crazy. clue. Yeah, so. I'm actually doing this. I'm starting a new series, and I'd love to uh, even talk to you guys more offline about yeah. it. But I'm starting a new series on Wednesday. Um, titled Big Picture, um, mm. and the the idea comes from Genesis fifty, verse twenty, where Joseph says like, um, "You guys like don't be mad at me like what you guys intended for evil mm. like God meant for good to yes. bring about like you know the salvation of like a grip of people yeah. mm-hmm. you know what mm. I'm saying and then again just like that like God's providence working throughout like all of those things and everybody has stories you know like that um, where. Again, That's like good. looking at it from like the rear view, you can see like the big picture. But like when you're going through it, sometimes you can't right. really see that. Right. Uh, and then hearing like other people's like stories like that, it reminds you of the things that have already happened in your mm-hmm. life. And you're just like, oh yeah, I got a story like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so like what I'm going through right now doesn't feel that bad. I mean, like I mean, it still feels bad, but it makes <laughs> me feel a little better yeah. <laughs> about the fact that like you know if God brought me through that, like He can give me through anything. Yeah, and this so. is why we brought Will on the podcast. I'm telling you, fam. Like this was not the direction I thought this was gonna go. That's but this is fantastic. I mean, when you even think about the big picture and you're looking at like, uh, especially Dan, uh, uh, Joseph's story, like you always feel like, dang, like, why is bad thing after bad thing after bad thing happening to this dude? He's only trying to promote what is right, and he just keeps Mm. getting, like, the sword and the stick. But then, like, when you see at the end, and I guess it's something that, like, we just need to practice, is, like, we have to understand, like, the end for us is going to be the benefit for many. Yeah. So it's not like, okay, God is doing this to harm me. No, he's doing it to help me, but also to help way more people. Because if Joseph had not been, I mean, I'm sure God could have figured out a better, not a better way, a different way mm-hmm. right. to get Joseph to the same position. 
but like he had to teach Joseph some things uh, in order for him to not to have that uh, that animosity or mm-hmm. that anger or, um, or or strive towards his brothers when they came to ask for food. Yeah, like God was preparing him with all those different yeah. bad things right. for what he needed him to do in the end. In the end, and that's a testament to us. I mean, for us, yeah. Then, you know, it reminds us what what God's trying to do with everybody. That's right. really so and truly. Right. Um, so don't. So for the listener, man, whatever you're going through, I know COVID season is tough, but uh, be encouraged that this part of your story is to train you for the time that you're that you're that God's going to use you in a, in a larger picture, but also to uh, so that you can be a benefit to others yeah. uh, in the big picture as well. Mm-hmm. So that's really really dope. Yeah. So thanks, Will, for uh, that intro. It was. Obviously, fantastic. Um, but yeah, hopping into uh, the meat of the podcast, man. So uh, recently, you've gotten on to uh, TikTok. Yeah, man. Will's yeah. tickety talk, man. Uh, <laughs> thing is Will's tickety talk. Uh, yeah. So uh, I, just just so we all I know, dabble. Uh, man. I, I've tried TikTok. I'm not gonna lie. Ask the question the way I wrote. I, okay. I, I dabble. <laughs> this I question. Dabble. This is the question. Well. How did you become a TikTok beast? <laughs> <laughs> like my dude is out uh, here doing oh, it. Oh man, nah, man. I uh, so just to to start, just how I got started in general, it it came about almost as like a bet. I think I've shared this. You I don't know, know, yeah, you did, told did me. I share this mm-hmm. with you. I haven't shared it with Jeff. So it came about as a bet. Um, so just during like as things kind of progressed with like the COVID season and things like that and churches were shutting down our friend um alex wilson shout out to alex dion wilson mm-hmm. um and all the things that he's the doing actual on, tiktok beast yeah tiktok <laughs> and instagram bro. and youtube and all those things like that instant instant church all yeah, of everything it. all of it um he he and i had like connected and i was just talking to him about like hey you know i'm trying to now at this point connect more with like my students on you know social media like what you have some like advice and he was just like you he's like you just got to get on tiktok he's like don't even worry about instagram he's like you can do stuff with instagram through tiktok just like get on tiktok and so mm-hmm. i downloaded the app but i was still like nah like i'm not about to do none of this <laughs> like i saw a bunch of like dances yeah. and like challenges and all of this stuff and it's just like whoa you know what i'm saying so i was just like nah i can't i can't hit the whoa that many times mm. or uh do none of that stuff so um so one sunday this this other pastor and i like the college pastor at our church uh, his name is charles speck he he's probably like you know mid 40s early 50s maybe so he's like an older he's mm-hmm. actually the young or he is actually the adult ministries pastor that's his title yeah. but he also does like college as well so he still like dabbles in like the youth stuff a little bit uh he had a TikTok as well and like literally one sunday he was like hey at, at after church he was like hey like i'll uh I'll post a video like if you post one, right? And I was just like, <laughs> oh man. And I was like, all right, bet. Like, I, if you in, if you do it, like I'll do one too. And so like we went home, and then like thirty minutes later, he texted me, he's like, hey, it's up. And I was <laughs> my, like, what? My dude is not playing. <laughs> and I was like, what? And so I went and looked at it. I was like, my man did it, and it was like, it was. I mean, it was up. You know what I'm saying? It's just like that's, that's all. Like that's all. All I can say about the video is it was up. And I, when I looked at it, I was like. <laughs> Okay, come on. That's like shots fired away. Come on, Charles. You know what I'm saying? Well, so okay, so here's the here's the rest of the story, right? So then like he so then I post one and then I'm looking at it and then I post it to Instagram and then one of my uh one of my coaches, uh former volleyball players turned coaches, uh, she hits me with the like, hey, like those transitions and just like with the like laughy face, right? Oh, and I'm just you. like, Man, oh, she out here gassing me out, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
And so then, and so like, then I'm like, okay, like, let me go and like, look at some stuff. And then I, you know, go to try to like, figure some things out. And so like, I'm then at this point, like, I'm trying to like, put out like a video at least like every day. And so Charles and I are kind of at this point going back and forth, right? My man put out a video that was called, I think it was called what happens after you die. Mm. And like the video, last time I checked the video had 73,000 views on it. Bruh. Then he put out another one like a week later that was like, how do you get into heaven? Last time I checked that video had 95,000 views. Jeez. On it. And so like, I'm not, no shots fired to Charles at all. That first <laughs> video was like, eh, but my man, <laughs> he you know, it. he was, he was pushing out like content. Um, and just like, you know, being honest and real about like stuff that's in the Bible. But, um, to wrap up the, the question, I think that the, the big thing for me, one of the, one of like my life verses since um, I've been a Christian is um, Ecclesiastes 9:10. whatever your hand finds it do do it with all your might mm. um, and then and then like even to like drive like the point home uh, Colossians 323 or 324 I can't remember but it says uh, whatever you do do it heartily as if unto the Lord mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. for men mm-hmm. yeah. knowing from him you're going to receive your reward and so like literally good word my 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 approach to everything that I like decide to do in life Mm -hmm. is that like, would God be okay with like this effort that I'm putting into it or this like, don't call me out. I'm I'm just like, don't call me out. That's the end of the podcast. All right. (laughs) Would would God be okay? Because like if, if I'm really on TikTok, bro, and this is, this is the danger of TikTok too. So so Mm. I would, I would suggest like some people, like if you're not like spiritually strong, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Or Mm. you're not like, if you're just not, they're you know mature like mm-hmm. whatever it is like I, I would I would advise you just to be careful with TikTok mm-hmm. because one of the dangers of TikTok is that y- people use it for like instant gratification so it's a lot of people out there in, mm-hmm. in other people who are calling other people out like on TikTok like hey like this is not like honoring to God like this is not like you know giving honor and glory to God here mm-hmm. you are like posting this telling people to go like this and comment this and like share this and like all these mm. things like you out here for God, but like, this is not like really for him. Right. And so like, the, and so, but there are, but the, the reason is because of, again, the danger of it, the nature of how your videos get viewed and things like that, you could easily fall into like the yeah. sin of pride, like mm. of like instant gratification of like trying to get like followers and likes and all those things like that. And so my approach from the very beginning was like, okay, God, like, what do you want me to do with this? Mm-hmm. And like, how can I do it in a way that would bring you honor and glory? So then like when I go to approach like a video, like even I got this, you, I, we didn't, we didn't talk about this question, right? I didn't know y'all was going to ask me this. <laughs> I got like the TikTok journal right Yo. here. And I got like the plans for like, whenever like the Lord says like, Hey, this is the video that I want you to do. Like no I got way. the plans for like Ooh. what I'm gonna say and like the times for like when I need to cut what? the videos and like edit them and like if I've already posted one, the verses that I'm gonna use for whatever the video is and stuff like that. Like I didn't and we didn't I didn't I didn't bring this so like so we could talk about it. That's crazy. I brought this just in case like the Lord says something to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, that's the video I want you to post. Mm. And so my, my wow. cousin was I mean my cousin, my little brother was like, Are you playing your TikToks? I'm like Yes, I, 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 I plan my TikToks, and he's like, "Oh, I just like I just jump on there and like look and see whatever is popular, and that's the video I post." I'm like, how's that working out? 
<laughs> like hopefully he don't watch this right or listen to this <laughs> but like i'm not again like not trying to be like just on the real like that's yeah, real you know, my, my followers is a little bit more than his and i just jumped on like you know three mm. weeks ago you know intentionality man and Ooh. that and that's his thing like that's his generation yeah. that's doing that but again like why are you doing it it's like wow. always the, the question that's that you ask question. yourself and so yeah that's how um you know i i wouldn't i wouldn't by any means that's how you became a beast beast. no man i'm not there (laughs) at all but i think that i think that the lord is being glorified man and so that's that's just been you know kind of my approach that was a setup and he passed the test dude i'm telling you (laughs) which is crazy because i i mean i mean i'm even convicted for this for this podcast because i i don't put in like it could be more than than what it is because uh i do feel like there's something like it's for god it was mm-hmm. produced by God. It was mm-hmm. planted by God, and like we're managing it. But I mean, I say like Jeff is really managing this thing to the mm-hmm. fullest. Like Jeff has like went over on like even like the the audio board, the the engineering, the video, like all that is Jeff. <laughs> I just show up, <laughs> but I feel like after hearing this, I'm like, uh, if I'm gonna do it, like I have to go all in. Like <laughs> I have to be all in in order for this to like to go further. If I keep on being mediocre, I, I do believe like this is going to be the extent of our podcast. Wow. Well, I me, mean, I'm not going. I'm not going to put that on you, number one. <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment. Um, I feel like to to explain yourself, I took a lot of it on the editing and all that stuff because you do a lot. Mm-hmm. True. I mean, you're you're a youth pastor as well. You do youth for Christ. Like you're you're very. You got three kids. Like mm-hmm. I ain't got no kids. I'm at home. Like <laughs> so so I I took that on, on purpose. Yeah. intentionally, so it didn't fall on you. Yeah. But I which I knew that I knew that. But at the yeah. same time, I know. But that. I, I I hear what you're saying. It's funny because we just last week we talked about like we ask mediocre things of God. Yeah. And I would say God doesn't ask mediocre things of us. Never. No. So we have to make sure our effort is not mediocre. No. And, that, that and, and, me and, I, and I'll say this, too, because a lot of times, like, my wife and I have discussions like this a lot about, like, she says that I'm a perfectionist. That's what mm. she says, you know, that I am. And I'm just like, no, I just try, like, I literally try, you know, as hard as I can at whatever I do. Because, and the reason why, though, is because, like, at the end, at the end of it, if it mm. doesn't succeed... I don't want the excuse of like, oh, it could have if I did this or it could have mm. if I did that. Like it could have if I did that. And I, I don't want to give God that excuse either. Right. Yeah. But if if I only have let's say that like li- literally like Eric Thomas's thing is like you only have 24 hours in a day. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like how you use the 24 is just how you use it. Like if if I only if I have 24 hours in a day and I only have like one hour to do like TikTok. Then like if I use that whole hour to do it, then like I'm okay. Even though that whole hour is I don't know what one hour of twenty four is like the percentage. I don't know what the number is. Generally. Neither do I. Uh, it's, I teach uh, yeah. history, not math. Yeah, no. So anyway, but it, <laughs> I teach that <laughs> that one hour is like a small percentage mm-hmm. of the day, right? Yeah. But I only have that percentage to give. It's like if you only have, it, I'm not asking for like one hundred percent like all the time. That's and that's the 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 misconception mm-hmm. is that like. You have to be 100 all the time, all the time, all the time. Now, if you only have like 75 to give, then give all of the give 75. All 75. Yeah, give 100 percent of, of the five percent that you have, to and give. that's it. Like, and that, and, and it's and it's okay. Like, you don't have to be because because Jeff does like you know it, I have to put in the same amount of like 
what Jeff is putting in. Well, no, nah, because I don't have that to give. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And that's like the example that you used about, wow. you know, all the things that he does versus some of the mm-hmm. more free time that you have. Like, mm-hmm. you give, like, literally what you have. It's like the lady with the... Uh, the jars the, or whatever. The, the coins, right? She came in, she put mm-hmm. in, like, the two, like, oh, pennies. Oh, two mites, yeah. yeah. And she was like, and she was like, she put in more than everybody else, like, because she, she gave, gave what she had. like, what she had. You know what I'm saying? So, Which God, was significant so to her. Because we're all preachers. All of us went to some <laughs> biblical example. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of... The lady who was sons were gonna get sold, and she had the oil. Oh yeah, to get yeah. The jars and the prophet yeah. said, "What do you have in your house? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you have?" We always, and like the ten talents or yeah. whatever, like he gave to those based on their ability. Yeah, you know. So it's like we don't all have the same thing, mm-hmm. but we've got to use whatever we've been given to the best of our ability. Right. Which yeah. goes back to Ephesians uh, mm-hmm. or Ecclesiastes, uh, Ecclesiastes nine ten. Yeah. Uh, anything you find yourself doing, like do it with all your might. Mm-hmm. And, all in. Uh, this, it's cr- like, I'm gonna be honest. Like the last couple of days, I've had conversations with people, um, mainly preachers, but I've had these conversations. And like, no matter where we start with a conversation, <laughs> like where we end, we'll go, we'll go all over the world, and then we'll come back, and it's like, and then you know, to sum it all up, this means this, and I'm just like, wait a minute, this whole conversation <laughs> was still based on this one scripture. <laughs> Uh, but it's crazy how like God has been doing that in my life, um, mm. and I'm I'm just now becoming like I was aware of. So I was patient earlier today, um, and that's what made me aware of it. And I'm like, this is mm. the third time this happened. And then coming here on a podcast, and here we are doing it again. And like now I'm the perpetrator of like actually making it come full circle. I'm just like, okay, God, what what do you want? What do you want me to do? Um, so that's so that's really dope. So another question. Maybe speaking to you, man. Man, I'm about to give me a TikTok journal. <laughs> 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 to see what the Lord wants me to do. Oh, uh, but another question for you, Will, is um, how did you, uh, how do you get started as a pastor? How did you start, like, in this process of becoming a pastor? Like, was oh, it something that just, like, you know, I want to be a pastor, and you just, like, go to college and you become <laughs> a pastor? Or did you uh, have, like, a Paul moment when you get knocked off your high horse? Man, um, <laughs> definitely felt more like Paul. Uh <laughs> Or Jonah. Dang, um, Jonah. <laughs> I so yeah, so uh just a, a quick quick background. I was a United States Marine Corps veteran. I was medically separated as a result of uh being diagnosed with nocturnal seizures and had to leave the Marine Corps and come back to Fresno, which was um just devastating to me and uh I started going to school, Fresno City, and then um uh one day like I literally, you know, after like partying like as hard as I possibly could, I literally felt the Lord say like, hey, you're about to die unless you uh, change your life. And I was like, well, if you make sure that I don't die, then I will change my life. (laughs) And uh, I literally, I I, I, honestly got, I feel like that's like literally what happened. And so when I didn't die, I was like, oh, I guess I got to change my life. Um, So... My my mom had been telling me like, hey, you know, you got to come to church. You got to come to this church. You got to come to this church. And uh, I went to New Beginnings and uh, heard the great Doctor Angelus Dion Wilson preach. Angelus, is it Dion? No, Alex Dion. What's no, the middle initial? It's the same. Is this same? Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> same as my dad. Dude. Uh, yeah. I heard I heard I heard my man's preach and like I was just like crying, like just crying, bawling. Like before the invitation, I felt like I wanted to run up. Uh, to the altar and like just rededicate my life because I, f- I was like the prodigal like I grew up in church mm-hmm. but like 
I had not lived in any type of way that <laughs> felt my spent my money on harlots and debauchery <laughs> while I was away from the father. And uh, so started going to New Beginnings and almost immediately um, got connected in a young married couples group. I think it was New Marriages or New Married. I don't know what it was. It was some type of like married couples group. Ended up meeting patient who thought that uh, Alexis and I were in high school. <laughs> and, um, I was like, bro, I've been married longer than you. <laughs> It's true. It's, it, 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 <laughs> it is true. About like a year. Yeah, I, I, yeah, something like that. Um, but uh, and he and so like patient and I started talking, but it was actually Joe Vanique who invited uh, my wife and I to AV, which happened to be at his house mm. um, then. And so uh, I remembered when I had given my life to God. I remembered saying that like uh, since I am going to give you my life, then I'm just going to serve you. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that looks like. Uh, but I will like serve you. And I didn't even, again, I didn't know what serve you meant, you know? Yeah. So it was a very dangerous thing to say. <laughs> he was like, all right. Uh, right. And so I just let thought me, like, let me jot this down. Right. Yeah. I just thought it meant like ushering and stuff like that. Right. So <laughs> he was an usher. Let's go. Uh, long time. Right? Me and Will got so time, much in common. I was so like, I was, I ushered for almost half my life. I was ready to be head usher. Right. I was, I was ready for <laughs> was promotion. Going, like, my dude was going in there taking the courses. Taking the courses. I was on that path. Had, had three sets of white gloves. <laughs> <laughs> With his little uh, badge. badge. Man, I had my badge. Still got it. Um, so, yeah. So, ended up going to uh, Jovenique's house and going to AV in the living room, connecting with a bunch of other, like, young adult, uh, college-age students who um, some of them were, like, married. A lot of them were, like, going through, you know, similar stuff that I was. Mm-hmm. And just like sincerely connected, had a strong connection uh, with Jackson because we actually, you know, lived together for some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex was in that group of, you know, young uh, people who we were connected to. Like we felt like Alex was our adopted child because man. Like, my man was over like at the house like all the time, literally all the time. Alexis would come over work. Alex would be right there. <laughs> Me, Alex, uh, Brandon and Jessica would be playing Call of Duty. Man, we used to go in like, <laughs> all hours of the night. <laughs> Um, and then sleep. And so, uh, and, uh, you know, obviously meeting patient and then, uh, Greer was in that group as well. And, uh, I don't, I don't remember the order of like how all of these individuals were called patient was already a, a, a pastor, you know, from way back when. So mm-hmm. he wasn't there. I mean, and then I don't know. It, I think was, it was like Alex. I'm pretty it sure it was, was Alex it was, was probably first. Alex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause his dad is a pastor and he, he was literally running from the call like his entire life. Oh, man. So it was probably Alex. And, uh, then I don't know if it was you or Greer after that. It was probably you actually. And then Greer, I'm, Greer. I'm sure. Hmm. Um, so patient became a pastor. <laughs> Alex became a, a minister is what we called it yeah. in the beginnings. <laughs> uh, a minister Jackson became a minister. Greer became a minister. And I'm just looking around like, Hmm, <laughs> well, that's cool for y'all, but I'm gonna stay over here at the door Dodge that bullet. <laughs> and keep on ushering. And um, everybody kept saying like, "Nah, you're gonna be a you're gonna be a preacher one day. You're gonna be a pastor. You're gonna be all these things." Because I, I was I was telling you. I was uh, because I was speaking in AV. I remember a patient had asked me to speak in AV um, once, and then again, and then again, and then eventually I just I just Bootleg became like preaching. a regular in the rotation of like speaking at AV. Uh, but I just kept saying, like, nah, like, that's not what the Lord has called me to. Like, I'm just, I'm just serving. You know? just, <laughs> just I'm just going to serve, <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, so one day, um, 
or one year in 2013, we were supposed to go to Haiti. I think the trip got canceled in 2014. We ended up going something like that. And uh, when we went, I was going with Pastor Wilson and he was taking a bunch of the students from the university Mm -hmm. and a bunch of uh, people from New Beginnings. And it just so happened that the only people that went other than me and Pastor Wilson were all women. And so Pastor Wilson was like, well, okay, so we have like a bunch of things that we need to do. But since um, none of the other like ministers are going and like I've heard you've been like, you know, speaking in AV, like I'm going to need you to help me, you know, with some of like the speaking engagements in Haiti. And I was like. I'm just here to serve. Like I was, just, <laughs> I was just like, whoa, hold on. Well, if anybody like, needs to get to their seat, <laughs> like, I got I can that. Escort you. You want me to hold your Bible? Like, wait, <laughs> I can do that, Pastor. To, and then to add to the story, it wasn't like we was just like you know like speaking. We were speaking at like a pastor's conference, oh, and so like goodness. it was an all day like two day conference of all these like pastors and church leaders in Haiti, and I'm like, mm, like ah. <laughs> Uh, that's crazy uh, you know, i'll pray about it you know <laughs> so anyway i mean long story sh- longer um, <laughs> i said yes that i would help him and then like literally when we were on the plane ride home he said like we got to talk when we get back to fresno <laughs> and i was like about what no, <laughs> you no. know like that's what i'm thinking <laughs> and he's like uh you know i think that the lord is you know telling me that I'm like, you know, he didn't tell me no. that. <laughs> he ain't said nothing to he me. <laughs> you know what's crazy about like that story? <laughs> and because uh, like, I like when Will, the first time I heard this dude preach, it was me, patient, and somebody else, and we like all looked at you and was like, "What the heck just happened? <laughs> Who is this dude?" Uh, I remember when you preached on uh, the milk and me- milk or meat sermon. <laughs> Uh, newborn babes, Peter. yeah, yeah, newborn babes, and literally use my daughter as an example. I'll never forget this sermon, maybe because you use my daughter as an example. <laughs> I want to be like, <laughs> like Casey. That was one of my first. Yeah, that was one of his first sermons. Dang. I want to be like Casey, and like he, he like broke it down and like showed us that like we have to like yearn and like want to just be like in the Father's presence, like want to be around Him, want to be near mm-hmm. Him, and like want to be like taught by Him. Mm-hmm. This Dependent is what, on him. yeah, this is what mm-hmm. children do, and I was thinking like this dude's a preacher but for some reason he won't say yes <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't know how this goes and like my dude was preaching like a because even when you you hadn't even been like ordained or like set into this preaching thing no. when you preached a sermon about options no so no. he came back from haiti and preached a sermon that you literally told me about that one crushed like first of all this was what it was like seven years ago yeah. six wow. years ago yeah. i remember my, and this garage did not look like this at all so like mind <laughs> you will's probably standing where i'm at and he's like a, this it's a regular garage and he's like telling us how like we have too many options in america and like the reason that like certain businesses do well is because they have less options about and he talked about in and out options and, and distractions like, like some things are options other things are just distractions so like Ooh, oh my jack in the box bro messed us <laughs> up he's like why is it doesn't take people long to order from in and out because there's three things to choose from but it takes people forever to order from mcdonald's Ooh. from uh, Jack in the Box from all these other places. Netflix. Net man, man I just started. Rolling, this was, this one messed me up. Uh, streaming service. Doghouse. Oh, I'm like, man. folks. I'm like, fam. Could you just choose? <laughs> and it's really not that many options there. But <laughs> for whatever reason, folks is. Bro, I just I go to the I go to the restaurant. 
I fl- open the menu. The second that I see anything I like, I just close it. That's it. <laughs> that's going to be it. Unless not- unless the waitress come wreck a recommendation that's going to taste better than what <laughs> I just saw. I'm not going because I'm going to be because then I'm going to find something else. I'm like, OK, well, what well really there might be some other you stuff. Know? Man, he Man, showed I'll us how. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, like, we waste a lot of times weighing the options. That's Ooh. the one thing I got from that whole sermon. Yeah. You're wasting time. And I just saw this uh, image on Instagram today, and it was a picture of a, uh, it said, a uh, thinker, the statue, of the, the guy thinking. Mm-hmm. And then it had another statue that said, doer. And there was nothing on the statue, but there was Ooh. footprints that had walked away. And I'm just like, That's yo, crazy. that is fire. <laughs> I'm like, the thinker is just sitting there thinking. But wow. the doer has gotten up Gone. and left the building. Gone, like, children. And I'm just like, dude. And this was literally like in the beginning of Will's preaching. So like, yeah, this yeah. Was before, so, yes, this is before. So I mean, just shortly after I came back from Haiti, um, Pastor Wilson like just uh, set like an I don't know an ordinance in the church that I was like now officially like a member or a minister at New Beginnings. Mm-hmm. Uh, went through uh, the Anglos Biblical Institute and uh, you know took all like my Bible classes and all those things, and like officially. I don't know. In terms of an educational standpoint, got like the education that most people recognize. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to like yeah. decide for yeah. myself. On yeah. That. So that yeah, mm-hmm. you, you take that with a, with a grain of salt. I mean, I yeah, it, it really it really just depends on um, on you know where you want to be and where you want to serve and how you want to be used mm-hmm. um i i like the fact that paul said you know all things to all men that way some might be saved yeah. uh, i think a, i think about that verse a lot and um you know just trying to meditate on like you know how far is too far or mm-hmm. how like much is you know and trying to you know understand and reach like certain people and you know things like that's so, like how can i reach them unless like this specifically happens mm-hmm. you yeah. know what i'm saying and so um, yeah, no, Jeff, I totally get what you're saying about even trying to like yeah. weigh that and having that discussion is, um, yeah, my wife's been asking me about that. We've talked about it for a lot. I mean, talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Cause John's doing it right now. Yeah. And yeah. I think, and this is the, and like what Will, what Will was saying is like, it just depends on where you, mm-hmm. where you serve because, um, in a context where, uh, where Will is like, you definitely have to have yeah. like, you, you have to have like this. training, you have mm-hmm. to have like literal training. Um, in a context where I'm at, like, I don't need much training. Um, but I do need people in my life like Will who mm-hmm. do have, and like John yeah. who have the training. So like anytime that I have a question, I have someone close by that to ask like, Hey, what about this? What about that? Yeah. But, uh, whatever, wherever you're trying to serve, like you have to just know like, okay, do I need, you know, four year education before I start? And I think that's another question I wanted to, uh, to like ask to, to pose to both of you guys is like, like, do we start after the training or do we start like during the training? Or is that something that's solely up to like God? Hmm. Hmm. Man, I'm trying to think of some examples of both answers to the question because I, I really feel like there's it, it depends. Because um, I think about Paul, and he goes off to Arabia for like three years, mm-hmm. and then he comes back and then he starts his mission. I think about Jesus. I mean, it took him thirty years to get started mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um so i don't know i'm not really sure um yeah because it depends on what god's telling you i guess I, I think that there's i think that i think that it just depends on how you look at it i think regardless there's always a period of 
uh, preparation and maturation before like it starts but what it looks like is different for everyone right mm-hmm. so we're talking about like the fact that it took Jesus 30 years but how long did it take Peter you know mm. it depends That's on what true. you consider about like his true. school like I'm sure that he learned a lot as like a fisherman right mm-hmm. but he he didn't know nothing about you know yeah. discipleship and, and ministry fisher of men, fisher of men. Yeah. Of, about prayer like literally like teach us how to pray you know what I'm saying and so um, I I but still Again, when you look at it, he still did, you know, have that period of like, you know, training before um, yeah. everything had uh, had a, before his ministry officially started. So I just think that there's always something, but it just it's going to look, look different. different. Yeah, that's good. It's going to look different. Mm, I think, man, I was thinking about. So before I knew Will was coming on, which we'll probably do this topic next week. So I don't want to get too far into it. But patient sermon on Friday when he talked about the desert. Oh, and like, were you on the on the call? No, he wasn't. Oh my mm-hmm. god, bro! Honestly, again, patience, I don't want to get too far into patience. Zoom sermons have been like on point, <laughs> like legitimately. He talked about <laughs> uh, Joshua basically, and um, how either we learn from our from our deserts, or we'll die in the desert. Hmm. Basically, hmm. Um, how like all. There were 12 spies. Only two of them actually got into the promised land because yeah. they were able to learn from their desert. Like, you have to go through a desert. Mm-hmm. The question is, like, either you're going to make it out of there because you learn what God wants you to learn or you're going to die there. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, that whole generation. Basically. It's almost like this. The It's like the, what we talked about a long time ago, like the school of God. And mm-hmm. it's not a thing of a you don't graduate with time. You graduate yeah. with like completion. Mm-hmm. And uh, mastery. when you come to a when you come to a point with God where he's trying to teach you something. If you don't learn it, you're just going to stay right in that same cycle. I mean, I think about so many things about my own life, but when it came to like finances, bro, I was stuck in a cycle for a cool minute. And I was mm-hmm. like, I couldn't save a dollar. I'm not playing with y'all. <laughs> y'all think I'm like joking. I could not save a dollar. And I'm like, what, why can't I do this? And it wasn't until like, um, I got to like my, like my bare bottom. Cause even after I moved out with wheel, um, I still had like issues with finances and mm-hmm. then. I remember patient came in one day and like this is I attribute a lot to this dude because he like literally like forcefully changed my life. <laughs> but he came in. And he was like, yo, like this is stupid. You're being dumb. Like you have a family, you have kids Like you need to have all these things in place so that if something happens to you. Your family's not like left out in the, in the desert. Right. And I was like, OK, I got you. And I said that, but I didn't really mean it. <laughs> um, and like I remember he started coming to my house every paycheck to like. All right, you got paid? Yes. How much was your check? Okay, show it to me. Okay, cool. Da-da-da. And like, I'm going to be honest, like, a couple times I was being dishonest with him. And for some reason, I just know patient knows I'm being dishonest. <laughs> so he was like, he was like, okay, look, I'm pretty sure this is not what it is. But because I'm your brother and I don't want to like ruin our, our relationship, whatever you have, just know that the Lord sees you. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, it's the same thing. Like, it still hurts. Uh, but he was able to teach me in that moment. I, mm. And I promise you, like, I'm not like all the way out the desert, but I definitely have made steps closer to the promised land. Yeah. And I think it's because I've gotten to a point where I'm learning how to use money. I'm learning that money is a, is a tool to be used uh, for the betterment of society or just people in general, especially people around you that you love. So like, he's been able to teach me things and like, when I get out of this desert, to me, mm. getting out of this desert is like buying a house. Mm. Like that's my promised land right now. And it's like when I'm able to buy a house, like that's gonna be the moment where I'm just like, dang, like this really does work. And like you're not going to graduate. Like I'm 30 years old, mm. about to be 31 in August. You don't graduate just because you've been here long mm-hmm. enough. 
Like there, no one's God's not passing anyone. No. So like, that's too far into that new into that new episode. But I'm no, just like good. that changed the way that I view things. And I think that's another thing for people who are aspiring to be preachers. Like, if you have a desire to preach, or if you feel like you have a desire to preach, or whatever the case may be. Like you have to understand, like there are going to be things you need to learn before you can start this thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, do not start this thing prematurely. Like if you do need to think, if you do need to pray, if you need to contemplate, do it. Cause I think there's a, there's a verse in the Bible where it says like, Jesus says like, a, he was talking about like following him and like, yeah, you have to like count the cost. Like mm-hmm. um, a man who like sets out to build a house, but then finds out he doesn't have enough money. He's going to look like a fool. Mm-hmm. So don't, mm-hmm. don't start off trying to like follow me and not knowing like that you can actually do it or that you have the, the means to do it. Um, same way with preaching. If you want to become a preacher, don't just like, okay, I'm going to become a preacher. You preach for two years and then you quit. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to look like a goofball. I'm sure. just going to, I would say don't want to become a preacher. There, that's they probably shouldn't want it. Yeah. It's um, not something that I don't think I'm not sure wanted. if I'm still, I'm still not. I'm still not you sure know what's I'm a funny? Preacher, to be real with you, but you know what's funny? I believe like if at your old church that they would have said like you're a preacher like right now you would be like okay cool, but like you're in oh, AV yeah. church and like we say you're a preacher and you still don't believe it, but that's just you know whole different thing. Even though you preach like 18 times, it's in I've AV or six times, <laughs> four of them have been what I would say successful. <laughs> <laughs> the first one and the last one I just did. Mm. I, like the first, <laughs> I don't know. I, I You're just, very kind on that first one. It was, I just think that the was content everything. was really good. You repeated yourself, but it was. Uh, I was so nervous. Oh my god! All preachers are. Will, matter of fact, Will, let's just talk about this real quick. So you just had to preach yes. at your church yes. during COVID season and sheltering in place. Yes. So you preached to an audience of zero, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe one the technician. Of, uh, audience of none. <laughs> there, were, there was a there were, there were some people there. All the people that we needed to run the service so like what is that experience like uh like is it difficult preaching now okay in two ways is it difficult preaching to a crowd of people and then is it difficult and or is it difficult preaching to like an empty room or a camera (laughs) like what does it feel like to just preach um in both settings man so i will tell you uh i'll tell you that i've never whenever i've preached at uh, church, I've never not been nervous. I think that the only time, hmm. I think that the smaller setting, like an AV, uh, because it's so much smaller, it's so mm-hmm. much more intimate. Um, I I almost rarely am, am nervous whenever I speak in AV, hmm. but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter any time that I'm standing in any person's pulpit, whether it be at New Beginnings, at campus, in Haiti, in Cape Town, mm-hmm. like any time that I'm standing, like on like the stage in the pulpit i don't know for whatever reason like i always have more nerves another pastor and i were just talking about this like i never can eat before i preach so like um uh it's it's always a a huge challenge uh, i love me just depending on like when uh but i think it has some a lot to do with like the nerves um yeah so i'm always nervous uh whenever like i i speak in front of um a crowd of people like the campus um uh, this last time that we I spoke, um, the stage is, you know, it's it's pretty large. It's a pretty yeah. big stage. Yeah. The auditorium is not huge. I think that the maximum capacity is like four hundred people, um, and so it so it's not it's not small though. Yeah. Right, it's not right. like no, tiny. You that's, know, that's a very good. high ceilings. Um, yeah, <laughs> high yeah, high ceilings. The, and the, so the so the stage is big. The ceilings are high, 
and um, I don't I I don't do a good job of judging distance, but from the stage to where like the entry doors is is pretty far away, hmm. and um, I don't know why, but for whatever reason they moved the camera like all the way back to like the back of like where you enter into the auditorium at, <laughs> and so like you get up on this stage in this giant like empty feeling room with a whole bunch of like lights in your face and you're trying to like peer back to like, see, <laughs> like squint in your eyes to see like is is that the right camera is that the lens or is that like the handle like what am i looking at on the camera from that far away it doesn't really matter <laughs> we, we were talking about getting like a light like a blinking light on the top of the camera to help you like see to focus um so so yeah so that was so that was super weird and then so the other thing is so we are like, you know, we're, we're, we have everybody there who's necessary to like run like the service. So here, first of all, let me just say this. So we, we started and like, I got like, you know, halfway through my introduction, which was super short. So like maybe like all the way down to like my first page of like notes. Mm-hmm. And then the tech guy runs in, like I hear like this, like scratching, like this, like loud, I wish I could like make the sound like with the mic, but it was just like, it sounded like the microphone was like rubbing against my like beard, beard. like as I was talking. And I'm like, that usually happens like if I like, you know, turn into Corporal Staley. But that I was I was just in the intro. I was barely whispering, Good evening, church. <laughs> Welcome to Campus Bible Church. So I was like, it can't be like, you know, me. And so the tech guy runs, he's like, Hey, stop. Nope. Uh, we got it, because we're not doing it live anymore. The camera I mean the microphone literally like stopped working, like as I was preaching. Just imagine if we were like having a live yeah. service oh, that was being streamed snap. online and the microphone like stopped working like during oh. that. It'd just be wild. Like I so and we just started that. Like this is only the second time that they've done that. Uh, so it was it was just like it Did was you guys kinda... hear about that whole this is way off <laughs> that whole uh baby face Teddy Riley battle thing i heard it and i heard that it went like terribly it was, but i never watched it i just imagined going because it was live they were live on instagram and uh-huh. it was just it was the problems. funny part was what all these other comedians were doing about it <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um Sheesh. so so then like so then we get like a new and so i have to i have to he's like stop stop we gotta <laughs> do this over so then i have to get a new mic uh, it actually worked out because my like intro was like I was super nervous because mm-hmm. of like every that that's the whole point of me telling the story. So mm-hmm. I was super nervous because of like how different everything was, and there's still people in the audience, but like and you can see them in your peripheral vision, but like you're literally just looking <laughs> at, at camera. a camera that's super far away. And so there's so an, there's another point in like the sermon where the worship arts team is like standing over here on my right somewhere again i can't see them i'm looking directly at the camera but they're over here on my right somewhere and i can see them moving and i'm like bro stop moving <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all doing i want to like i want to be like a mom and just like smack them but like keep my focus mm, on the camera hit them with this and then like and then so and then there's another point so the camera i mean the microphone already messed up the tech guy comes back in at another time but this time nothing's wrong and he's walking like in front of the camera, walking over here to the side. What? I'm like, bro, what is you doing? Like, I'm, I'm in the middle Super of this. Confused. The praise dancers start coming out. <laughs> like, start stretching. <laughs> oh my God. Calisthenics and all kinds of, all of the while I'm sitting here trying to look at my notes and focus my head on this camera and all of this stuff is happening. So it was, uh, needless to say, yeah, I was super nervous. Um, oh, that's terrible. One of, uh, and I, like I said, so I, I tell my wife, she doesn't believe me because she's heard me speak, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, dozens and dozens of times. I tell her that 
every single time I speak that I'm nervous and she's like I never know I've, I've never mm. once been able to tell that you're nervous and one of my friends said the same thing so I was like that's good I'm glad that it didn't look like I was nervous because so let me ask was. you this as somebody who's barely preached but I have preached once you get at what point in the sermon do you get comfortable mm. yeah so question. so one of the things that is um, important is to try to um, put something in the beginning of the sermon that's going to help you feel comfortable. So mm-hmm. I think that one of the things that I used to, and I, I actually still do sometimes, uh, I neglect is like the importance of the introduction and trying to like just get like right into like whatever it is. That's my biggest problem. And I think that the introduction helps you, like it helps the audience, mm-hmm. but it also helps you like kind of just relax and like settle into some things. And so again, I think that because of like, you know, as a preacher, like the thing that I prepared the most is the sermon. So I'm right, trying to get right, into right, that. Right, like, right. hey, it's some good stuff in here. Like, <laughs> oh, you just wait for it. Can't just wait to hang what in with me I for got. 10 minutes. Like, hey, there's some, hey, it's some knowledge <laughs> in here. Right? You don't want to hear this. You're going to love this. <laughs> um, and so I think that we're so quick. So I think that like having a, a solid, you know, um, introduction that helps you feel comfortable, like, mm. you know, a nice like greeting, like just like the same way that we read in the epistles, how like Paul like greets the yeah. church and things like that like i think that that's like important and for a long time i just neglected that so much like gotcha. I, it would just literally be like okay the introduction is the last thing that i need for my sermon like it's just whatever it'll get slapped together it might get slapped together at the beginning or slapped together at the end either way it's mm. going to get slapped together and i don't spend a whole lot of time on it i think that huh. that um has helped me like settle into whatever it is that i'm that i'm going in so usually you know within if i'm nervous within like the first five minutes i start to kind of like feel like a rhythm and get a cadence and mm. uh one of the things that that i i do is i've like recorded myself and listened yeah. to myself mm. so and i kind of like i like having if anybody's like heard me speak i just i personally kind of speak with a cadence i think that a lot of like good like speakers do like you go listen to like dr martin luther king mm-hmm. and like you know mm-hmm. some of like the the barack obama pre- pre- teddy uh, teddy tony evans <laughs> barack yeah they all have like a kind of like a cadence like to their like speaking and you can actually like mimic that. them talking rhythm yeah, yeah, yeah because of their rhythm like mm-hmm. and that's just natural to them so i think that once you know again the introduction doesn't have like that rhythm or that cadence typically mm-hmm. but if i can like find a groove to get into that then i feel like that's when uh, some of my, like, my nerves go away. And then, yeah, there is a time where I'm in, like, the middle of it where I just feel like I'm just mm-hmm. going. I'm just going. One yeah. of the things that I heard, I can't remember who it was, uh, but when I was just, like, when I was just, like, listening and, like, watching everything that I could about, like, preaching and speaking and all those things like that, one of the things that I heard somebody say was, like, that there was this old, like, you know, uh, pastor, and he, every time he preached he preached in like a pulpit that was like elevated and he literally had to like take stairs to go get and he said like as he was like taking the stairs like every step that he took he was like i believe in the holy spirit i believe in the holy spirit mm. i believe in the holy spirit and um they're they're like so now every time that like i preach um that's kind of like a routine or tradition of mine or whatever and i literally get to a point like in my sermon where i don't feel like it's, it's really me. Mm-hmm, like yeah. it really feels like like I'll be done and be like, man, I hope nobody asked me any questions because I forgot I don't, like, I everything. Dude, that I just said. that's when. <laughs> so to me, that's the truth. That's obviously we say success is being obedient. Yeah. Right. Um, on a micro level, for me, when I've preached and I felt that it was successful, 
it's like I blacked out. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't remember. Like you disappeared in like how it, what happened. Mm-hmm. I just feel really tired mm-hmm. and like really used, like kind of yeah, like not satisfied, but just like glad that's over because right. that was crazy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened there, and I'm usually really sweaty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think that's like, I think one thing that like uh, that that's a good solidifier is literally like the moments where. Someone will say like, "Man, you said this in your sermon," and you're like, like as, a, as a, yeah, as a, as a preacher, you're just like, "That's good." <laughs> and then they'd be like thinking like, "You're so like full of yourself." Like, no, like I just don't remember saying that. Dang, that was right. fire. Like, you like probably I probably shouldn't that? say that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I definitely, uh, I've definitely had those moments, and I, I think it's, uh, it's, it is a healthy nervousness to whenever you get up to speak on behalf of the uh, on behalf of god yeah um to yeah. his people that you should be you shouldn't just be like confident in you you can be confident in god and what he can mm-hmm. do yeah um but i think that in our flesh there's always going to be this moment where you're just like oh dude yeah. this could go either my, way my biggest nervousness and i don't know if it's the same for you guys is like when i i felt like i've really prepared and like i've got this from god mm-hmm. i'm like how do I get all this out mm-hmm. in a way that they're going to understand? Yeah. And that's the thing that I stress about, like, right up until the moment it's time to preach. I'm still stressing about it. Oh. I remember one time I deleted an entire, like, paragraph and added a whole new one. Like, that, like, probably an hour before I was going to preach. <laughs> because I'm just constantly, like, down to the last minute, like, no, this could be clearer. This could be better. And I'm just, like, so worried about, like, getting it out. And I'm yeah. so glad when it's over, over. Oh. I cannot imagine preaching <laughs> multiple times in a day. In a day, yeah. like, I had off to you, fam. Dude, I don't yeah. know how people do that. I don't know how you oh, do that. Stephen Furtick, because once it's once I get it out, I'm, that's it. I yeah. ain't doing this again. <laughs> so it's so weird because um, so our church we moved to uh, three services at our Maple campus: um, eight thirty, ten o'clock, and eleven thirty. So they're all back to back to back. And uh, typically, we shoot for somewhere between 40 and 35 minute messages. Um, so you're preaching, you know, three of those. Mm. And uh, just, it's funny because, you know, when we first started out, we were like asking each other, like, hey, how was it? You know, like, what, <laughs> what, like do I need, like, what do I, do I need some Gatorade in between? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. <laughs> so, Got the hype hey, team in the back in the green to, room. Shout out to Dr. Uh, Jim Cece. Uh, my man's was like, hey, we need to have some insure in the back. Just like ready to go. <laughs> Let's go. He's like, I drank one of those and I felt, I don't know what's in it. <laughs> I felt like, I was like. <laughs> Mike's secret stuff from Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's Pastor Jim's mm. secret stuff is insured. So. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's an old person joke or what. But, uh, shout out to Doctor CC. Um, yeah, man, it it definitely is a it's it's definitely like uh, it's different. It's so different having to to do that three times. And what I was gonna say was the other thing is like most of us feel that you know the first time feels um, like you're trying to kind of getting into it, and the mm-hmm. second time it feels like because I just did this, like, it's, like, really good. And then mm. the third time, it almost feels like, man, I'm kind of, like, tired now. So, like, so. It's like the watered-down version. <laughs> yeah, so. I can relate that to teaching. By sixth period, I already know what jokes are going to be funny. Like, <laughs> I already, like, wait for the response. Like, I'm, everything is, like, calculated. And I'm like, all right, let me try to make sure this feels, like, authentic. <laughs> First time. <laughs> but it's. 
Dang, that's that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah, I I don't know. I think that the other thing is that um just being comfortable and confident in um saying that like whatever it is that I say again, like I believe in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Whatever it is that like the Lord puts on my heart cuz there are times like obviously that after the first sermon I'm just like, "Hey, that didn't hit." So I'm going to have to say it like a different way or like mm-hmm. change something up or just not say it whatever it is. Um, but like just walking away from it again, being confident that like, okay, whatever it was that I said, because of, you know, the spirit in which I prepared it in, I'm confident in knowing that like the Lord used whatever it was. And you know, that's, that's it. The other, I don't know. Like my thing is like, I guess when it's recorded, like it's, you know, historic, but if nobody's going back to watch it or whatever the case is, like nobody's going to remember everything that you said. Exactly. Right. And that's one of the things that I learned, like super early is that the this the sermons that i was just like the most i don't know just so focused on like what the lord had to say specifically and kind of like labored those points seemed to be the ones that were the most impactful mm-hmm. and people didn't remember the the part uh, that got you the all introduction hyped up. they didn't mm-hmm. remember the conclusion they didn't remember all of my illustrations they remembered like this one thing and some of it it's it's that way with tiktok like some things mm. like the things that like hit i'm just like man that was oh, so basic yeah. <laughs> like, I, I didn't spend no time editing that video <laughs> i can put out 10 of those a day you yeah. know and like the ones that i'm like oh yeah this one gonna get them right here they're gonna love this i'll be like man eight views that's how i'm feeling about our youtube channel right now like i put all this time into this edit three views okay i think that's what uh i think this is another thing that like god is using us to to teach us in moments like that Mm -hmm. um i had this vision um or this idea in my head as will was talking about preaching and how some people just pick up certain things i uh, as Jesus always used like a, the 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 sower as a as an example mm-hmm. of how like the word of God goes out, mm-hmm. um, and the the example that we have like in Matthew was like the thorny the thorny soil, the rocky soil, and mm-hmm. the good soil. Um, but I'm even thinking like in the church already, or like in the in with the body of believers, like when we preach, it's sowing, but like yeah. they're not catching everything. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they're gonna catch whatever God has for them, but like the whole sermon needs to be pre- preached because you need to hit everyone, everyone. in the church. Yeah. So it's like if you only preach like one part of it that you liked, mm-hmm. then the people who identify maybe the same as you are gonna hit are gonna feel that same thing. But the people who don't, they're gonna they're gonna miss out on 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 the food for that day or whatever. So it's like if we go out to preach, like we need to preach it all, whatever mm-hmm. God had for us, whatever. Preach it all, Reverend. Man. Like what? If, but I mean, and then and then taking it even a step further, like what if God like literally only wants to talk to one person mm-hmm. that day? Like what if what if hey. it's just, what if it's literally one person in the audience that needs to hear it? Would you still preach it? And that's the that's the Jeez. the that's the um Dang. that's the challenge to all like the young people out there who like looks at preaching and is like, mm-hmm. man, that looks like so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like when they see people like preaching and like they see them on like you know a stage of like mm-hmm. all these it's yeah sometimes that does look nice to be preaching in front of like a thousand but would you have that same energy mm-hmm. if he was preaching to one you know what yeah. i'm saying and i look at like how how jesus like just came on uh to the road of damascus and said saul why mm-hmm. are you perse- persecuting me and it was a and it was some other dudes around him mm-hmm. who could not understand what, what jesus that? was saying 
because that message was not, not for, for them. them. It was just for Saul. Jeez. Like they were there. They were literally right there in the presence of the Lord and didn't didn't receive the same message. They heard a Be- voice, they saw the light, but they had no they couldn't comprehend. It was it. like that the the teacher from the peanuts. Womp 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 Wow. And it was like, "Oh, okay. That is Where did that womp come from? That's super encouraging. Yeah. Man, that's good to remember. When Jesus like Jesus went all in to talk to to talk Samaritan to Saul. woman, like to, mm-hmm. all in for one person. Like when you even that is crazy. Way to go, yeah. Jesus! Like he on on all levels. If he was preaching to you know five thousand, mm-hmm. four thousand, or one, or one he bro. came with the same everything, energy. the same the same mm-hmm. preparation, the same encouragement, the same understanding of like how much they needed to hear the message. Like regardless. Mm-hmm. Of like who they were, where they were, what they looked like, you know what I'm saying? And I just wow. again, man, I just I'm I'm encouraged. I'm I'm especially encouraged though because like my youth group is small, right? Yeah. And I've I've come from like, you know, places where I've preached two hundreds of yeah. people, right? Mm-hmm. But again, week after week, you know, bringing that same energy to three, yeah. two, one, like regardless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what we have to be like you know that's where our, our focus goes and that's how it really shifts um you know how we uh feel i guess really like after we're done is again when it's just like well whatever it is that i have to say is for whoever needed to hear it and then like i step in that's why i always feel weird when people are like oh how'd it go i'm so like, <laughs> I, like I, I i still to this day do not know how to answer that. somebody literally asked me that this morning i was like hey there's like oh you preached yesterday how'd it go i'm like I, i'm I done said some stuff yeah you <laughs> <laughs> like, should, should respond like did you watch I'm it do, i'm done how'd the lord speak to you yeah exactly that's, then it went well that's what it's true that's oh, what I missed it, it. Well, like, oh well then you missed it. it wasn't for you then <laughs> Fantastic, man. That was too fun. It went by way too fast. Man, I'm it's telling already you. been an hour. I don't even know how. An hour yeah. and nine. Yeah. Well, man. This Will, is crazy. This was great. Thank you, Will, for oh, being on, man, bro. I really man. appreciate you, man. Appreciate you it's... to the fullest, man. I just, uh, one day we're going to have you on again because, like, mm-hmm. you got so much that we need. And um, I just want to, I didn't want to get it out to the people. The, the fact that we even have this um, Preacher's Hour podcast. Like the name came from an actual yeah, preacher's hour that literally. we did that uh, yeah, you yeah, led yeah. us in like what it what it looks like to prepare to preach. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. That morning that we had. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. That was so helpful. Dude. So we need that again. That's where the name came from. That's where Dang the name right. came from. Hey, so crazy. Man. Uh, thank you for being on. Yeah. My pleasure, man. Yeah, my pleasure. Course, I'm, man. I'm excited to uh, be in uh, fellowship with my brothers or uh, as the Fresno Unified System calls it. What's it called, Jeff? <laughs> Oh, productive talk. Productive talk. Right. <laughs> We're trying to get me fired out here. <laughs> Glad that we talked productively. <laughs> hey, yo, oh, people listen man. to this podcast? Amen. I hope man. not. Well, some people, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be posting on my Instagram. But anyway, okay. guys, go check out Will's TikTok. <laughs> it's fire. You What's your TikTok handle? Uh, it's just Will Will Staley. I think it might be Will Staley on everything. It's either, if it's not Will Staley, it's William Staley. Will with one L, S-T-A-L-E-Y. Hey. Um, yeah, at Will Staley. Go check him out. It'll Go change your life. And yes. actually, send your youth group if they don't have no mm-hmm. Christian, um, any Christian content. Like, this is a good way. Uh, Insta Church and at Will Staley yeah. at TikTok. Yeah, people Amen. are trying to be encouraged, man. That's what we're trying to do. Connect with students and encourage them during these wild times. So. Mm. 
Wild times. All right, guys. We will see y'all in the next one. Hey, this is Preacher Charlie Podcast. See y'all later. Peace. Thank you.